Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you're having an amazing 2023 so far. So I want to talk to you about something that I often hear women say. You know, I meet a lot of single women all the time and we we kind of talk through where they're at currently and about getting married and wanting to get married and what their available options are. And the thing that I hear often is, well, he's just not my type or that person's not my type. So what I do a lot of times is I'll 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 mention someone that we mutually know and I'll say, oh, you know, what about this person? He's a really nice guy. Or I really like this person. I think he's he'd make a great husband. He seems like somebody who's responsible, somebody who's caring, somebody who's loving, somebody that, you know, is conscientious about his actions. He's not somebody who just, you know, do things and not think about how it'll affect other people and all those great qualities. And do you know what I hear back? Uh, But he's not my type. So I want to talk to you today about why you need to stop looking for your type. And this is part one, part one of stop looking for your type. Now, everybody has a type, right? Do you, some people is tall, dark, and handsome. You know, for me, you know, I think I'm like everybody else, tall, dark, and handsome. Some people have, and you know, a type can be physical. It can be a personality type. You know, the physical could be Maybe you don't like tall, dark, and handsome. Maybe you like men that are very muscular. Maybe you like men that are very lean. And maybe height doesn't matter to you, but they have to have great teeth. Or they have to have, you know, beautiful hair or beautiful eyes. Maybe you're into you're into men that are cuddly, like a teddy bear type. You know, maybe you're into... You know, oh, there's so many different types of looks that people like. You know, maybe you're you're into men that are very handsome. The man has to be very handsome for you to pay attention. And some women don't even like handsome men. They like men that are look a little rough around the edges. They don't like men that are too clean cut. They want you to have a little edge, you know, a little bit of street in them. So everybody has a type, you know, but then there's also a personality type. You know, there's a physical type, which I just mentioned, but there's a personality type. Some women like men that are very confident. They are very sophisticated. Other women like men that are more laid back, that don't take themselves too seriously, that are that are low key and, you know, that are kind and good to people. Other other women like men that are climbing up the corporate ladder, that are go-getters, that, you know, they have their life together. They, you know, they have stocks and bonds. They have a thriving business. They, you know, have a great career. Others like men that are have a great sense of humor. That's what's important to them. He has to have a great sense of humor. Others, they the man has to have a great disposition. Like he has to have a great personality. He makes you feel good. What he makes everybody feel good around when he when when they're around. There are some men that are leaders. You know, everybody has their type. Now, is there anything wrong with anything that I've just mentioned? And answer is no, absolutely not. There's nothing wrong with anything that I've just mentioned. But after you've lived a while on this planet earth, you will know that a man can have all these things and still be your worst nightmare. There are women that have men that have everything that I've mentioned to the T. Handsome, sophisticated, a good leader, makes everybody else feel great when it, when they're around him, confident, but he turned out to be their worst nightmare. Think about it. 
Haven't you dated men that were your type before that broke your heart? I'm going to stop for a second and let you think. The answer is yes, yes. You've dated men that were your type. You know, the day the day you saw him, you just knew that was your type. And you were attracted to him from the get-go. You know, I always like to say from Genesis. You were attracted to him from the very beginning. You saw him and you were like, O-M-G. That is my type, right? So you've liked men that were your type. You've been in relationships with men that were your type. You've also had your heart broken with men that were your type. So what difference does it make now? If if you've dated men that broke your heart, that were your type, that means that you shouldn't be looking for your type. You have been disappointed before by your type. You've been treated badly before by your type. You've been left in a state of shock before by your type. That type that always gets you, you know, some people like men that are just free, you know, they just, they're free spirit. They just a lot of fun to be around, but it doesn't matter whether he's free spirit or serious, whatever it is, your type has disappointed you before. Why? Because your type is not a reason for dating. Your type is not a reason for getting married. Don't look for your type. Now, here's two reasons why I don't want you to look for your type. So I'm going to break this up into two different episodes. Episode one is stop looking for your type part one. Episode two is stop looking for your type part two. So in part one, I'm going to talk to you about why you should stop looking for your type. So number one reason to stop looking for your type is that you don't even know what your type is. Your type came about as a result of years of experience, social conditioning, and society teaching you what your type is. Let me give you an example. As a little girl, I thought I was the ugliest person in the world. I thought I was so ugly. I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror for more than a second. It was bad. And I just, I had like the, this horrible helper, uh, self-worth and self-esteem. And the reason why I thought I was so ugly is because the kids in school told me, <laughs> told me I was ugly. You know, the, at that time, what was considered beautiful in the part of the world that I lived in was if you had very light skin and it's and if you have light eyes like um hazel or green eyes oh my goodness you were you were just gorgeous and everyone would talk about that being beautiful well i didn't have any of that i was dark i had well dark considered to what they considered light and i had you know and i didn't have a cute little caucasian nose I had a very African nose. <laughs> and so I just thought I was so ugly. And that lasted for years. That lasted up until my 20s. Now, in my 20s, I moved sometime in my 20s or in my uh, high school years, we moved and I started hearing pretty. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. They're they're making fun of me. I didn't. I honestly thought that the people who were saying that I was pretty were making fun of me, that they weren't being serious. They weren't being sincere because of the conditioning that I had been through and where I lived before that taught me that my features were ugly. Let me give it another example. My son, my son is six years old. He's the joy of my life. He has a very big gap <laughs> in the front of his teeth. And his gap is so big that when he was five, or actually I think it was four, he told his teacher that he lost a tooth and the teacher believed him. So his gap was so big that she believed that he lost a tooth. She gave him a certificate and everything. Now, 
in the U.S. where we live, the gap having a gap in your teeth is not attractive. Kids will make fun of you. I mean, it's bad. You know, you I don't want him to go through any of that. So when he's old enough to get braces, I'll probably get him braces unless he decides he doesn't want them. I'll, I'll let him choose, I think. But I'm going to probably get him braces unless he says no. But do you know? My husband was telling me my my husband has a gap. My husband was telling me that growing up and even now in Africa, in Ghana, where he's from, having a gap in your teeth is so attractive that people would try. It's such a sign of beauty. People would try to make the gap bigger. They will put rocks. They'll put stones. They'll put jewelry. They'll put beads. They'll put anything that will stretch that gap to make it bigger. Because the bigger the gap, the more beautiful you considered. So can you imagine? Two different places, two different signs of beauty. So your idea of your type, you were conditioned. I don't care if you think that you got this idea all by yourself. Just look back at your past. Look back even in elementary school when girls were talking about, oh, he's cute. Oh, he's cute. You know, girls start talking about that stuff very early. Oh, this person's cute. If you remember, most of the type were the same. So what you are attracted to is based on what your environment is based on the media is based on music is based on the culture that has that has taught you what is attractive. Let me give you one more example. So if so, you can hear me now in the U.S., it's considered a great accomplishment. If you have a baby and you bounce right back, you have a baby and you snatch right back, you got your waist back. You, you're nice and thin again. Like you had a baby. You don't even look like you had a baby. Guess what? It's not like that all over the world. You know, there are countries, especially in Africa, where after you give birth, they put you in a fatting room. They even call it a fatting room. And the purpose of that room is for you to gain. You're not even allowed to leave. You're for you to gain at least 50 pounds. Because after giving birth, what's attractive is if you are big, because being big shows that you're well taken care of. Being big shows that your family has money. Being big shows that you're wealthy. Being big shows that the husband and the family are providing for you. Being big shows that you're not lacking. If you're skinny after you give birth, it's a shame. It's like, oh my goodness, you're not being taken care of. So women go away for months after birth just to gain that weight. I mean, they, they pack them with bread, cream, every fattening thing you can think of. It's not even for enjoyment. It's just to gain the weight, just to let you know that your idea of what makes a man handsome and attractive and appealing did not originate from you. You heard it from your aunties. You heard it from your mama. You heard it from your girlfriend somehow, or you watched it on TV that they were, there was a man that walked in and everyone was like, oh my goodness, he's gorgeous. And then somehow subconsciously you said, okay, this type is beautiful or this type is handsome. Subconsciously you adopted it. Everyone has, myself included. So that's why you shouldn't pay attention to your type. That's reason number one. Reason number two of why you shouldn't pay attention to your type is because those things are fleeting. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. What you're looking at on the outside or what personality that, you know, the man has, whether it's physical type or personality type is fleeting. It doesn't have any depth. Looks can change. I don't know if you've ever gone to a high school reunion or saw pictures of somebody that was fine in high school and you saw them years later after they gained about 180 pounds and you're like, whoa, thank God I didn't, <laughs> I didn't marry them. Or somebody that was your crush 
and you were like, oh my goodness, I like them so much. And then later on you see them, you're like, ooh, thank God I didn't stay with them. You know, looks change. Looks change. And guess what? Charm is deceitful. The way you see somebody now is not the depth of who they are, who they present themselves on the outside. Maybe they're charming. Maybe they're fun to be around. Maybe they show that they're so caring. When you need something, they help you. When you're at a at a point in your life where you really need somebody to talk to you, they're there for you. And that's how it starts. But then later on down the line, they turn on you. Later on down the line, you see their true colors. So favor is deceitful. Charm is deceitful. That's another word for that favor. Charm is deceitful and beauty is only skin deep. So that is reason number two why you should not look for your type. Because it's only skin deep. There's no depth there. There's no definition there. There's no long lasting value there in what the person looks like and what their personality is. There's no long lasting value to be found there. So ladies, ladies, do yourself a favor and stop looking for your type. Hope you got a lot out of this episode. Stop looking for your type part two so you can learn what you should do instead of looking for your type. Have a good day. Bye-bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.